Hey, welcome to Hour 2 of Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella. You're listening to Conservative Talk, ABQ, KDAZ, 96.9 FM, AM 700, and listening from anywhere at conservativetalkabq.com. If you want to send me questions and comments, call me names. I don't care. Send me an email. It doesn't, you know, just give, tell me what you're thinking. <laughs> you can email me at Becca at freedomspeaknm.com, and I will talk about your email over the air. That's right, and we're glad you're listening, so We're go glad ahead. you're listening. Yeah. So, hey, if you disagree with me, then tell me what you disagree with, and I will talk about it. I love, I love people that disagree. <laughs> I had a friend of mine the other day I was talking to, and, and they were telling me, okay, well, I'm going to play devil's advocate on this thing that we're talking about. I said, ah. Bring it on. Yeah, I love Devil's Ad. And actually, by what they told me, it's like, it's like, huh, okay, that got me thinking about something else I hadn't thought about before. So, hey, hey, I love discussion. So we were talking about some current events in the news, and there were a couple of things we didn't hit in the first hour that I wanted to talk about that I thought were kind of important. Uh, let's see, a real quick one here. Apparently the cost of electric vehicles is over, overtaking gas-powered cars. That's not uh, surprising at all. Uh, a lot of people don't realize that their green electric vehicle is actually powered by electricity from the grid that was most likely produced by a coal-fired power plant. Yeah, uh, I I actually am a mechanic myself, and I go to classes to keep myself uh, up on what's what's uh, you know the recent tech that's going to break and we're going to have to fix. And I can actually speak to a lot of this, um, but you know. Electric vehicles, I think, are fine. I, I don't, I don't have a problem with electric vehicles. I really don't. Um, I have a problem when they spin electric vehicles like the moral high ground because it's not. Uh, I had a customer in the other day, and they asked me, "I'm thinking about getting an electric vehicle. What do you think about that?" And I said, "Well, why are you doing that? Mm-hmm. Because if you're going to travel long distances, if you're going to be going, you know, from here to California, or if you're going to, you're you're, you're going to probably want to stay away from that. If you're going to be doing jots in town around the state, um, I think it's fine. Uh, you're going to be charging your car for a long time if you're doing a lot of driving. Uh, and it's like, well, no, I want to do the right thing for the planet. Okay, um, an an electric vehicle has the same carbon footprint in its manufacturing as a mid-90s Dodge diesel truck run hard for 10 years, okay? And that battery lasts about 10 years. So, you know, they're trying to remanufacture those batteries, so it's not like you have to get the whole thing from the ground again. But it is that, that, that lithium, all of those uh, parts inside the battery, that is not a renewable resource. Mm-hmm. You have to dig for it. And, you know, a lot of these same individuals who want to do the good thing for the planet, I don't doubt their their motives. That's, that's good. They're trying to be good human beings. They're trying to be good stewards of the earth. But one of the reasons why we don't do lithium mining here in the United States is because it would horrify the same, the same demographic if they realized what you had to do to the earth to get that. They have a problem with fracking, drilling sideways. That's nothing. Go visit a mine that is probably as, some serious strip mining, that is right? as big as a city. Yeah. It's incredible what they have to do. Here's the other interesting thing. Uh, the latest science that I've read, and it's still up in the air. We don't know this for sure, but the latest science that I've read suggests that 
the oil that we get from the ground is not fossilized dinosaurs and, and, and breaking down dinosaurs as we thought. It is a chemical reaction between a certain type of algae and a certain bacteria that live uh, far under the ground, and it's actually continuing to produce. I, I've heard now that it's, it's continually replenishing it, exactly. its Exactly. So That's if, why you can drain a well and then come back to it later on, and right. it's filled up again. Exactly. So yeah. if that is the case, then what we're doing is we are exchanging a renewable energy source for a finite source that you have to, you know, Really, I mean, and I'm not an environmentalist, but when you look at what they have to do to mine that stuff, it is arguably harming the earth. Well, and not only that, Eli, but I mentioned this on one of my shows, I don't know, it's been a couple of months ago, that the the couple of the main materials used in these batteries are lithium and cobalt. Right, right. And, and a lot of that cobalt comes from the same place where those conflict diamonds come from, the Congo. And a lot of little minor children are being basically used as slave labor to dig with their hands, dig this stuff out of the ground. Right, but isn't that so much of what our country has kind of devolved to now? It's like we want to feel a certain way. We want to feel like we're ethical. We want to feel like we have the moral high ground. We mm -hmm. want to feel uh, like we're the good guys. We just don't want to see how the sausage is made. Exactly. Don't tell us. Don't tell us. We don't want to hear it. We don't want to see it. You keep that offshore where the suffering is uh, somebody else's problem. It's like, well, we don't want slave labor in the United States, but it's okay if it's somewhere else. Right. And and you leave us alone so that we can feel virtuous. Mm -hmm. And and uh, and isn't that so United States now? We want to feel virtuous regardless of what's going on behind the curtain. And I think a lot of what's going on with the electric cars is that. Now, Again, I don't have a problem with electric cars. I think they're kind of neat. I'd like to have one. Mm -hmm. uh, but I think that people need to be told the whole truth when it comes to this kind of a thing. And part of that truth is also the fact that we do not have an electrical infrastructure that would support this. So imagine if I told you the house that you're living in now is not such a good house. It's not good to live there. It's actually hurting the environment. We're going to build you a new house, and we're going to move there. And then we tried to force you to move into that new house, and it wasn't even quite framed in yet. It wasn't ready to go. You can't move everybody there. That's the case with electric vehicles. Because if everybody bought an electric vehicle right now, if everyone, just like the Biden administration said, well, you don't want to pay high gas prices, go buy an electric vehicle. If everyone went out and did that, if even a quarter of the people went out and did that, our entire national electric grid would crash. Well, I mean, we're already at the point now to where there isn't even, an, there's barely enough electricity to keep people warm in the wintertime. And then they're talking about crazy things like getting rid of gas stoves and things like that and getting rid of wood burning stoves. I even read a thing about that. It's like they, these people, they make these statements thinking, oh, well, that all sounds great. You know, we're going to be all electric and we're going to be green and all that sounds nice. But you're not thinking about the reality of the fact that we can't, we can barely sustain the grid currently <clears throat> with what we have right now. And they're talking about decommissioning coal-powered plants and gas-powered plants and things like that and replacing the whole thing with windmills and solar panels when only, I don't know, the last I saw was less than 10% of the current capacity of our, our power grid is provided by renewables. Right, yeah, and, and then zoom out and look at the whole picture too because if you look at the entire Earth and all of the, uh, you know, all the you know, carbon emissions that's going on, the United States is responsible for 7%.
okay, of the entire world. The United States is responsible yeah. for 7%. Isn't China the one it's, that really... It's China, yeah. it's India, and it's a lot of these third world countries mm-hmm. because they are literally burning dung to stay warm. Yeah. That's what they're doing. Yeah. And so when they try and uh, whole cloth put these environmental uh, laws across the whole planet, maybe we have to be a little colder or maybe there's, you know, they want to take away our gas stoves or whatever. And that's all stupid and ridiculous. But that really affects the poor of the planet way more disproportionately. So, so, you know, they have no fuel. And so that's where most of this is coming from. But what they will do is they will focus on us, the 7%, because they can force us to do something. But if they had their way, they would destroy us over this. And then what would happen? We would be the same as those third world countries burning dung to stay warm. Mm-hmm. And then it, the, the, the result of all this would be 100 times worse than where we are now. It's, it's, uh, it, it's uh, completely un, unthought out. Totally, totally. Um, Here's an interesting story I saw. Now, you guys have probably been seeing this on the news where they've been kind of talking about it a little bit. They're talking about these whales that they're finding dead on the coastline of New Jersey. Now, this is, we're talking since, since December. There have been eight of these large whales found on the beach dead in New Jersey mostly humpback whales and if i recall i think humpback whales are an endangered species already but they're blaming it on uh climate change they're blaming it on boats that have run into the whales now why are just suddenly boats running into all these whales it, it hasn't been a problem in the past. And why are the whales standing still and letting the boats hit them? Well, yeah. that doesn't even make sense at all. But, but here's the thing. One thing that is going on off the coast of New Jersey that hasn't been going on until recently is that they are preparing to install wind turbines off the coast of New Jersey. Now, nobody would ever make that connection that, oh, my gosh, well, suddenly a lot of whales are dying, and it just so happens that it's happening at the same time that they're fooling around out there off the coast of New Jersey with uh, some kind of equipment that involves uh, sending sound waves down through the water to the floor of the ocean. Now, this is just speculation on my part, and I know, Eli, you've got some comments to make about this one, too, is that I whales, they navigate their way around the ocean through a type of echolocation, okay? So, and and that echolocation is not extremely powerful, but it's, you know, it's, for the most part, probably pretty quiet out in the ocean. And, and you know, so they can navigate around. They know where they're going. They know that they do not go too close to the coastline because they end up beaching themselves, in which at that point they would die. But... Let me use an analogy here, okay, like this radio station, okay? We've got a certain signal that goes out, and it's a certain strength. But somebody comes along with a 50,000-watt station suddenly nearby and, and flip the switch on that, and then, well, you don't hear this station anymore because it's a much more powerful signal. So could, could it be that these, that these whales are 
Their natural sense of echolocation is being overridden by the noise of this equipment that's being used out in the ocean to do this surveying for these windmills. And not to mention, when they start to build these, actually build these windmills, I used to live in Florida for quite some time. And I don't know if you guys have seen how they build these bridges across the uh, the causeways in Florida, but they have these large concrete pylons and they have this machine that basically hammers it into the floor of the of the of the ocean pounds it in there and drives it in like a nail makes an enormous amount of noise and i can only imagine how much noise it makes under the water for miles i don't know what do you think eli well i got two things to say okay and and one of them is is uh is just how how i feel the next one is conjecture okay so the first thing is I don't identify as a whale, right? I identify as a chicken, a so ch- I, I don't care. No. You don't sound, can you, can you sound like a chicken, Eli? I haven't heard you sound like a chicken. I, I can, that's very private. I only oh. do that to myself in the mirror in the bathroom when no one else okay. is around and the okay. wife is gone. Um, you know, I think back to, you guys, when you were kids, you ever go to a, to a, a pet store and you saw the fish there? Yeah, yeah. You ever knock on the glass? Oh, yeah, yeah. What did they tell you? Don't, don't knock, knock on, on the, the glass. glass. Don't knock on because the glass. Because it's bad for little, the fish. You, yeah. you, you kid, you, yeah, it, it hurts them. Yeah. All right. Okay. Um, I, I read an article that was talking about some of these offshore, uh, you know, wind uh, power generators, these massive things that you see, uh, you know, these wind turbines. And what type of vibration and the uh, immensity of the vibration and, and the frequencies that they produce just on a daily basis. This isn't even installing them. This is just what they do, you know? And so here you have places where there's a ton of them uh, sitting off the coast. Um, and and it appears that you have a lot more anon- anon- anomalies uh, like this around them. And so un- unintended consequences. And, and this, I think, goes back to Uh, I think the attitude adjustment that a lot of science could take when it comes to their hubris. You know, we know all things. We know what we're doing. We know what's best for you. We know what's best uh, for, you know, generating power and how you guys just need to, you know, do what we say. And then that same class engineers and designs these things that have unintended consequences, you know, and, and part of that's just being human. I mean, we, we're not God. We can't see into the future of everything, but, but, you know, you see this a lot when it comes to what they think that we should do as far as power goes, you know? So I, I, I do think that there's a correlation between, between those things and, and Anomalies, why can't I say that word Anomalies. Anomalies, like whales that are coming up and stuff like that, I do. Here's an interesting thing too, Eli. If you think back about how over the past years, before all of this craziness has happened over the past few years or so with the scamdemic and everything like that, in which science apparently has totally changed, okay, that before all of that, there would be all of these intensive environmental impact studies done by these by these environmental groups, you know, where they'd say, well, you know, like, oh, my God forbid, if you try to build a nuclear power plant, they're going to, they're going to tie you up in so much red tape that it will take a decade if, if that long for you to be able to get a permit to actually build it. But for them to go out and to start working on putting wind turbines out off the coast in the ocean, um, 
where are the environmental impact studies? Where is the talk about, where is the outrage from these, these tree-hugging groups that are, are saying, oh my gosh, you're going you're gonna to hurt the whales, you're going to hurt the fish. Where are they now unanimously coming out and saying, what are you doing? Because what you're doing is apparently killing these whales. No, these groups don't speak out anymore because they're so conflicted because over the last few years, they've suddenly become a big fan of, of big corporations when before they used to hate big corporations. Yeah. No, I think that's largely true. Um, I did read an article where there was an environmental group that was uh, raising concern, but they're just being silenced. But I do think that, by and large, most of them are being quiet. I got a local story about unintended consequences from environmental activism. Uh, you know, uh, almost a year ago, not, not quite a year ago, maybe 10 months ago, uh, I have a friend who's a pilot, and uh, he took my wife and I up, and we flew over the Pecos. Mm -hmm. And we flew really, really low. And I was remarking to to the pilot, you know, who's been doing this for decades, you know, why are there so many fallen trees in the mountains? And he said, well, um, it's because of, of what the environmentalists have been able to accomplish as far as... Uh, restricting the ability to clean up our forests and i said to him don't you think that's a recipe for an incredible fire don't you think that that's like just like i mean you might as well store a bunch of gasoline containers up there it's just fuel oh yeah and he said absolutely we're 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 gonna have some massive fires and that and that's why and sure enough you know i have a friend who almost lost his his uh, house he had to cut all the trees down around his house and many 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 of his neighbors uh, did lose their houses over the uh, spring and early summer of uh, of 2022 and that's and that's exactly well what. you know I like going, I like going camping in the summertime it's one of my favorite things to do and that uh, that dry grass and just dead uh, twigs and things like that just the, there's just a thick layer of it all over the ground when I go like camping in the Hamas. I'll just grab a handful of that stuff, put it in the bottom of my campfire I'm going to start, and literally just light a match to it, and boom, it just, exactly. goes, it just goes up like crazy. Yeah, exactly. Just it's imagine fueling. if a little spark sets that stuff off, there's your forest fire right there. Right, and there's another example of uh, unintended consequences that I assume well-meaning you know, environmentalists, and I do believe that you know they're probably motivated by what they believe is the right thing. Uh, but unintended consequences of of uh, them having so much power that they can just dictate what they're going to do and what they're not going to do. I hate camping. Really? You hate <laughs> camping? Why do you I, hate camping? I, I just I, I shouldn't say hate too strong of a word. I don't know because uh, my guitar is not there. Um, my shower is my not there. my shower's not there. Yeah. I, I have to. You guys are such wimps. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. Well, I, you, I, then then you bring the acoustic guitar. I'll try that. May, yeah. may, maybe yeah. I'll like There's it There's nothing better. like an acoustic guitar around the campfire. It's, it's fun. Okay. Yeah. All right. Give I'll, it a try. I'll, you I'll might try, really I'll like try, it. I'll try that, yeah. Yeah. He'll yeah. do a day trip. Everybody loves the guy with the guitar, too, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can definitely play some acoustic guitar, but I can yeah. also play metal. I don't know if Metallica really goes great in I the, love Metallica. But in the woods with an acoustic guitar? Yeah. I mean, do you think that would be okay? He would terrorize the wolves. 
Yeah. I don't know. We may maybe need to do an environmental impact study. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I might inspire the bears to attack because you know, that, hearing that aggressive music makes them mad and could could be could make them us mad. and try yeah, and take my guitar. Yeah, that's and see, right. Then I would have to fight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh let's see here. So the last thing I had on my latest news stuff is this this is a really good one here. This is in New Mexico too. I found this in the Gateway Pundit. It's the Satanic Temple is launching a clinic to provide religious abortions. Mm-hmm. Now, is this disgusting or what? Well, you know, play, play stupid games, win stupid prizes. You know, uh, New Mexico wants to, you know, be a little California in some ways. I mean, of course, most of the people don't, but a lot of our elected officials do. And yeah, uh, I have studied, uh, you know, Satanism to some degree just because I study people's beliefs and yeah, this is a a, a right to them and uh, and if they had their way they would absolutely be doing uh, abortions in a religious uh, ceremony type setting and it's disgusting. It's sacrificing. The well, status. well, yeah. Oh, I yeah. was about ready to say that. Mm-hmm. I mean, they might as well have an altar yeah. in their in their so called church they do. and do uh, do satanic. Uh, child sacrifices mm. and and that what they'll do is they'll say well you know you can't interfere with our right to practice our religion as we as we choose exactly and i mean that's essentially what they're saying here with the abortions it's like well it's our religion so you can't touch us on that well that's you, the that's the argument they're trying to use yeah and if you go by where it looks like our laws are going to be going here in the state of new mexico they're not wrong like i i don't see a reason why if if things you know continue on the track that they are in our legislature uh, I, I don't see a reason why they would be forbidden from doing this. No. Well, you know, and abortion and infanticide is legal in New Mexico, so why why do we need satanic rituals, you know? If we're going to say that that life doesn't have value, then why would the state care what happens to that life at that point? Mm-hmm. And if you want to use it in some kind of a crazy satanic ritual, well, the state says that that doesn't have uh, a right to be alive by itself. Well, you could make that legal argument even. That's they what, they, that's could, what I'm they saying. could go to court and they could make that argument. It's like, well, uh, you, you've normalized that it's okay to, to let a child die after it's born. You've legalized that it's okay to terminate the life of that child right up till the moment of, of delivery. So what is the difference in what we're doing? Mm-hmm. No, I, I, I don't. I think that they can probably make that argument. It's a really, really sad state of affairs in New Mexico. It is, and that's why I say, you know, play stupid games, win stupid prizes. You know, uh, you devalue life to the point that New Mexico wants to do it, and um, and here's what we have. But but it's only when it's uh, it's going to be rare and safe, right? That's 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 what they're right. Telling us. It's just, what, yes, you know, that's what they say. Yeah, this isn't this isn't. Uh, Anything other than that, or so. they, or they could simply identify the child as a chicken. <laughs> they could do that too now, but you know, I don't know how I feel about that because that's kind of where I come from, right? <laughs> that kind of tramples on your territory a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know, I did. I talked about a topic. It's been I don't know. It's been a couple months ago, I think, I, when I had Karen Bedoni on with me, and she just she she we had such a good time. I was talking about uh, puppy handlers. <laughs> hey, do you know what puppy handlers are? Have you heard that one? No, I. I I, I can't wait to hear it. Uh, well, you know that 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 
crazy lunatic that was working for, I think, the Department of Energy under under Biden, in which he was stealing women's luggage from the airport. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, that yeah. guy is a self-proclaimed puppy handler. Right. Okay, so you don't, you've don't you never heard of a puppy handler. Well, okay. I, I have now. As identifying as a chicken, you're probably going to enjoy see. this story. Okay. <laughs> okay, so anyway, but what a puppy handler is, it is a person that basically uh, manages people that identify as puppies and they put the puppy ears on and they attach a tail either with a belt or another method which i can't say over the radio or we'd probably lose our license but you probably know what i'm talking about I do, right I do. okay there yeah. is a second way to attach the tail okay so um anyway he manages those so would there be also a chicken handler maybe uh you got me there. I, I, I think before that gets out of control, we need to get uh, <laughs> Alec Baldwin over there with uh, with a you know a revolver. Yes, and yes. just let let them be in the room and what happens. Right. Happens. Yeah. 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 Because well, he, you don't even need to have Alec Baldwin there because the revolvers apparently go off all by themselves. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. but you know we want to be safe, so we'll put the revolver there with Alec Baldwin. Mm-hmm. Just close the door okay. and just stop that problem before it's oh, okay. before it gets any more fun. All right. Okay. Well, you know the liberals were calling the fetus a, a fungus or a what, clump of cells or no, a, or a, a growth more, or something more degrading like a tumor. Than, yeah, and yeah. so they, it said they didn't count to them. So that's all these arguments that they can use, you know, to continue with the sacrifices. Well, when you when you dive down the the path of insanity, yeah. uh, there is nothing off the table. I already told you what, how I felt that the Earth is uh, what other other uh, worlds send all the crazy people down to the Earth here. Let them all deal with each other because. <sighs> Yeah, it, everything's gone. Kind of makes crazy. me worry on a regular basis whether or not the righteous have already been taken up and well, we you got know what, left though? behind for some reason. I was talking to that about, but he came up with some argument. He's good at arguing. Yeah. yeah. The thing is, is that these people aren't having kids. You know, sure they're trying to indoctrinate. Thank for they're, that. they're trying to indoctrinate ours, but they're going to fail, mm-hmm. and so they're not having kids. So you know, their their crazy days are 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 numbered. Are limited. Yeah. They're going to eventually be just become extinct. Yeah. The the. Everything's going to swing the other direction, and the adults will be in charge again at some point, hopefully soon. Yeah. So, uh, hey, Michelle, how much time we have left? And I just want to know, before I start on this next segment, I'm just kind of curious. Oh, we're at the 30-minute. That's perfect, okay, because that's a perfect break because I wanted to change the topic. Um, In the next segment, I want to kick around a little bit some ideas I have on this Paul Pelosi story, which doesn't seem to want to die. And and then we're going to talk about— some Bible prophecy, and that's something Eli and I were talking about the other day on the phone when I talked about him coming on the show, and have some interesting things to kick around about that. So anyway, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Interested in getting your concealed carry permit? Perkins Protection Training offers state-approved concealed carry classes for both New Mexico and Utah, taught by a certified NRA instructor, local woman-owned and ran by husband-and-wife team since 2004. Individual coaching, ensuring every student learns according to their individual needs, complete with pre-class and follow-up tutoring. 
One-on-one beginner and advanced classes also available. Mention KDAZ for 10% off class. Call 505-238-1214. That's 505-238-1214 or on the web at PerkinsProtectionTraining.com. Hello, I'm Dr. Dan Lafferty. And I'm Dr. Stephanie Z from ABQ Gentle Dentistry. Putting off a trip to the dentist due to dental anxiety? Let us ease your fears. At ABQ Gentle Dentistry, we are gentle from your first phone call with the receptionist to the dental chair for treatment. We offer oral conscious sedation, IV sedation, and nitrous gas. We have the latest technology to handle all your dental needs right in our office. Same-day crowns, 3D x-rays, 3D printing, digital intraoral photos, and laser technology. Let us transform your life by transforming your smile into a smile you can love. We also offer clear tray orthodontic therapy. You're part of the family here at ABQ Gentle Dentistry. Gentle is not just our name, it's how we treat our patients. We accept most insurance plans and also work with multiple lending companies to help make financing possible. Y hablamos español. We're located at 4550 Eubank Boulevard, Northeast, Suite 101. Give us a call at 505-292-8588 to begin your journey to an awesome smile. Or on the web at albuquerquegentledentist.com. Hi, I'm Dr. Karen Genter from High Desert Chiropractic and Wellness. For 27 years, I've been helping patients by gently treating the root cause of their health issues, not just symptoms. Treatments include various chiropractic techniques and therapies, such as electrical stimulation, ultrasound and intersegmental traction, or the roller table. Let's help you be your best self by helping you achieve optimal wellness and maintain it lifelong. Located at 5310 Homestead Road, Northeast, call us at 505 292 Hey everybody, welcome back to Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella. You're listening to Conservative Talk. KDAZ 96.9 FM AM 700 and listen from anywhere at conservativetalkabq.com. I want to invite you to check out my website, freedomspeaknm.com. I've got uh, replays of all of my previous shows on there. I've got a lot of useful links. I just post a lot of stuff on there. And also check out my Facebook page because I really post a lot of interesting stuff on there that um, some of it I talk about on the radio. Other stuff is a little bit too far out there for me to talk about on the radio. So I just post it there on there and let you be the judge. In any case, I post some interesting stuff on there. I would just, you know, follow and like my Facebook page. Just do it, okay? Anyway, so I am here uh, with uh, my guest, uh, Eli Bransford, and, of course, my sidekick, Stella. And uh, we've been talking about a lot of things going on in the news. It was such a long list of things. It just kind of overflowed into the second hour today. So um, this Paul Pelosi thing is still kind of out there kicking around, and I wanted to spend a few minutes talking about this. I had just a few insights I, I i made some observations because real recently that that police lapel video came out uh, they held off on that like forever for some reason plus i've got the uh, audio for the 911 call <clears throat> and i just wanted to get some insight from eli on this and stella and see what she's got to say about this too and i had some ideas so um Michelle, let's start out and let's just kind of play that 911 call. Let's clip one. Let's just play that, that conversation. It's just very interesting. 
Friday, October San Francisco, please, 74. 2022. Oh, I guess I, I, guess I, I, I told them to say. What is it? This is San Francisco, please. Do you need help? Oh, well, there's a gentleman uh, here just waiting for my wife to come back. Nancy Pelosi. Uh, he's just uh, waiting for her to come back. Did you now, just, just hold that for a second. So, <clears throat> the first observation I made on this 911 call is obviously David Tapap was there while uh, Paul Pelosi was making this phone call. And the question I have is if the guy had just broken into their house and was uh, violent in some way, why would he allow. Paul Pelosi to call nine one one. Why? Why isn't he right now uh, just you know beating the crap out of him with a hammer, saying no, I don't want you to do this? Why is he allowed to make a nine one one call? And the the question I have about this whole situation that that's strange is: was this a setup? Well, he was incredibly calm even during he, that phone call. He was very calm. Yeah. And, you know, the, the person I talked to the other day that said he was going to play, we actually talked about this particular situation, and he was saying, well, let me play devil's advocate with this, with this Becca. And so he said, what do you think about maybe that Paul Pelosi was playing along, he was keeping the guy calm, he was remaining calm, he was trying to de-escalate the situation? And it's like, well, I mean, that's, that's a good idea, but at the same time, why would he let him call 911 at all? Because, I mean, this guy might have been a lunatic, but, I mean, does he not real? I'm sure he must realize that when you call 911, a short time after, the cops are going to show up. Not a Albuquerque. No, now maybe a couple hours later, if you're lucky. <laughs> yeah. But, but any, any thoughts before we continue, Eli? Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of things can be true at the same time. And I think, yeah. let's start with a low-hanging fruit that I think most people can agree on. The 911 operator is a moron. I mean, y y if you are... If you are calling and you're trying not to freak out someone that's with you, you're not going to be freaking out on the phone. Yeah. The 911 operator missed that. Yeah. Um, some other things is this guy was in the home. He is crazy. Yeah. Uh, Paul Pelosi did call the police. So it's 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 weird situation because we can see by a lot of the things as this unfolds that we're definitely not getting the whole story. No. So we know that. There are okay, huge so gaps know, in this we, story. We know that. Yeah. Um, and it does make you question what we think we do know, but this guy is clearly nuts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Paul, Paul Pelosi clearly called 911. He even name-dropped yeah. uh, the, the the name. Gave his name. Yeah, for for, for that. So, uh, All right. I think that, that's where I'll stop at this point. All right, continue. I just left the wait. Zero, okay, two, do you need please fire a medical for anything? Eight seconds. Uh, I, I don't think so. I don't think so. Zero two twenty three and fifty eight seconds. Uh, there's the uh, um, is the Capitol Police around? Zero two twenty. No, this they, is they usually protect my wife. They're usually here. They're usually here at the house protecting my wife. Uh, no, this, this is San Francisco Police. Friday, October. I, I no, I understand. Um, okay, well, uh, I don't know, what do you think? Uh, he thinks everything's good. Uh, I, I've got a problem, but he thinks everything's good. 
<laughs> so hold on. Oh, I mean, okay. he's having this casual conversation with Pappy sitting right there while he's making this 911 call. And he, they're asking him if he needs police or fire. It's like, oh, no, I, I guess I just called to chat with 911, you know, because I'm bored. We're just hanging a couple of guys hanging out here. And it's like, <laughs> I, I don't know. The whole phone call is weird. Yeah, the whole th- the whole thing is absolutely bizarre. Um, yeah, it, it's it's just it's just absolutely insane. And here's the other weird thing: is why did they want the story to go away so fast? Yeah, you notice this happened, and we all kind of wanted to just believe what it was on the surface. Like we wanted to put our you know our partisan politics aside and be like, oh man, someone attacked one of our elected officials' husband with the hammer. Uh, he you know he was looking for Nancy Pelosi. Like there's no world in which that's okay. Can it just stop there yeah. and us all be like, yeah, that's horrible. Yeah, you know, because yeah. that's where I wanted to go. Sure. And 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 then it's like, okay, well we're not supposed to talk about this anymore. And then we have some leaks that. That, uh, some of this was, you know, kind of uh, squelched behind the scenes in social media companies, as they do anytime there's something we're actually supposed to know. Well, and that NBC News reporter yeah, that early on gave an accurate report of what happened, and that guy just—they made him disappear. Right, and so that, that guy's career as a, an investigative reporter appears to be over. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so what they do is they make things 10 times worse for themselves because let's just say in a perfect world, assuming the best of everybody, that this was as it looks. Uh, some crazy guy comes into the house. Uh, Nancy Pelosi's looking for Nancy Pelosi. The husband called the cops, tried to not freak him out. Cops came, attacked him. With them. Let's just say for a second that it actually is that simple. If it is, they just completely took away our ability to believe that anymore mm-hmm. because of the way that they handle the the flow of news. Yeah, yeah. And and so it makes us look a little closer. Okay, what don't you want us to see? What yeah. don't you want us to see? Because now we know you're trying to hide something. And uh, I personally do think there's something to hide. I don't know if maybe they had been buying some... Uh, some drugs from this person. I mean, we know that it's common, mm-hmm. you know, in Washington, these guys, these people do all kinds of stuff. I mean, sure. uh, arguably Nancy Pelosi is drunk 74% of the time anyway. Oh, and that's, and that's she, common and, knowledge. And Everybody she, knows and that. And she sleeps for 76% of the time. So, and so we don't know if it's that. We also know that a lot of these elected people in these circles in Washington happen to be a little perverted. So it's like, okay, was something like that happening? Well, I mean, just like you're hearing the people in Davos, they're all hiring hookers over there while they're over there supposedly doing government business. I mean, you heard yeah. about that one too. Right, 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 right. So, so, so it just makes me wonder, you know, okay, what was really happening? And, and do I believe in elder abuse? No, because so, somebody's going to say that. You know, oh, Becky, you're talking about this because you believe in elder. No, I don't believe in elder abuse. I don't believe an abuse of any kind, but come on. I mean, I, in my opinion, uh, that both Nancy and Paul are pro- both scumbags. They, they've been ripping off the American American taxpayer. They've been doing insider trading, which apparently is legal oh, for, sure. uh, for government representatives, not for us, though, mm-hmm. and, and, and certainly not for Nancy, uh, for uh, uh, um, Martha Stewart. Just ask her. It's not okay. Right, right, absolutely. And, you know, uh, so, yeah, I, uh, these are not good people, but do I believe that that somebody needs to be beaten with a hammer? No, I, no, I don't. But no, no, and that was horrible. Yeah, and and just real quick, if I can just kind of change gears a little yeah. bit, yeah. let's just let's assume the worst for a minute. I, a minute ago, I said let's assume the best. Well, let's assume the worst for a minute. Let's just say that there was some kind of, you know, sexual deviancy that was being practiced in here or something, or let's just say that it was drugs or something like that. Paul Pelosi is in his eighties. 
if this dude is still messing around sexually or 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 messing around with drugs <laughs> it's kind of impressive yeah. i mean the guy's in his 80s yeah so i mean there's that <laughs> I, I i found this situation so so now i want to switch gears to the to the lapel camera video that was recently released did you watch it uh i have seen some clips from that yeah okay so i i watched this the other day so so the cops are coming up to the house and they've got the lapel camera on. You're seeing them walking up the up the sidewalk, and they're coming up to the door, and and they they ring the bell. They, they ring, yeah, I think they ring the bell, and they wait there for a minute. And then I played this like several times because I was trying to figure this one out. The door just seems to magically open by itself, and it's like, and I'm looking at everybody's hands, and. At first, I was thinking, well, DePappy opened the door with his right hand. But at the same time, I saw when the door just kind of magically swung open, uh, DePappy had both of his hands on the hammer. Paul Pelosi had his right hand on the hammer. And in, <laughs> this is the funny part. In, in Paul Pelosi's left hand, he's got a beverage he's holding. And it's like, <laughs> okay. So Paul Pelosi is struggling with this guy with a hammer. But doesn't and, drop his drink. But doesn't drop his drink. Mm-hmm. And the door just seems to magically swing open on his own. Uh, on its own, I was watching for somebody's hand, and it's like, well, Paul Pelosi didn't do it with his left hand because he's got a beverage in that hand, and his other hand is on the uh, on one hand with the hammer, in which there's no way he could have got it back on the hammer quick enough when the door opened. <clears throat> and then I got to thinking, well, maybe DePappy opened the door with his right hand, but it's like, no, that doesn't look possible either. So I'm really, really puzzled as to how the door got opened. Okay, well, let me respond to that super <coughs> briefly. So number okay. number one, it had to have been the devil. Okay, number two... The devil opened the door. Okay, there we go. <laughs> uh, number two, as far as him not dropping his drink, I'll tell you a true story. Okay. Okay. S- Santa Fe. Party. Okay, there's a deck upstairs in this house. Okay. Yeah. Guy's holding his beer. Okay. He's completely plastered. He falls backwards off the deck, second story. He falls in a fence and in this really rough terrain. He did not spill a drop of beer. That's okay. impressive. So I'm telling you, there's something about alcohol and falling down. Like alcohol wants to save itself. <laughs> so we 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 see this now here demonstrated with Paul Pelosi. He's obviously an expert drinker. Well, I also I mean, like the guy with the beer. He's an expert drinker. He was able to withstand that attack, live, right. and not spill his and drink. still have the drink. I mean, respect for respect is well, due. I mean, yeah, he's a ripoff. Yeah, his wife is a ripoff. But the guy didn't spill his drink. Well, I mean, and I want to. Ma- I wanted. To, I you know, on that topic, I wanted to point out something i noticed when i was watching the video that paul pelosi seems to be kind of swaying a little bit like he's kind of wasted which kind of leads to the question was he hammered prior to the cops getting there probably so he probably maintains hammered like his wife yeah 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 he yeah he he was probably corrupted by her and now they're both alcoholics who knows if he even knew why this guy was in the house like I mean, I, I we know. give them too much credit. Like they, they're they're doing something. They're thinking something. How about they're just idiots? And it's the middle of the night, and he's drinking, and this guy's at his house. Well, well, and here <laughs> that's all, that makes sense. That, well. <laughs> yeah, who knows what the connection with this guy is? Yeah. Drug deal. And, uh, and how come he never hit him with a hammer? 
you know, if isn't that had, weird? Until yeah. the cops showed up, and Until then the he just goes up. at him like yeah. madman. Yeah. yeah, and here's another weird thing too: is when the door opened up. I, I, like I said, I replayed this the the second when the door opened up over and over and over again because I'm thinking, am I missing something here? How did that door open? And then I got to looking at the two of them. They both had big smiles on their face. Weird. Would you have a big smile on your face if you had some loon? And here's the other thing too. If if Paul Pelosi was really if he really thought he was in danger, wouldn't he as soon as that door opened and the cops were, wouldn't he have lunged out that door to the cops? Yeah, I mean, wouldn't he? I would. I would have too. He was scared to spill his drink. <laughs> yeah. He was scared to. Spill I think his you're drink. onto something. Well, I didn't think about that, Stella. And, and and let's take that to another dimension. We don't know what was in the drink. Oh, there you go. Maybe it was more than what we thought. Maybe there was something. You know, I don't know. Like like. Ch- children's blood oh <laughs> i don't know yes mes- i know what what's around. that one substance i'm thinking about uh, uh adrenochrome oh yeah adrenochrome. he was ta- having his evening dose of adrenochrome that's what it is <laughs> yuck yuck so here's the question this leads me to believe all of these things don't think seem to fit together very well which makes me ask the question was this an orchestrated setup gone bad to do for, orchestrated for what though too, because this happened right before the midterm elections, oh, where they tried to okay. because they tried to make this to Pappy guy out to look like he was some MAGA MAGA Gonna Republican crazy Nancy. person. Yeah. Turns out he was completely opposite of that. He was he was a he was a big time liberal hippie, drug addict, all kinds. Not not definitely not a MAGA and definitely not a Republican. Mm-hmm. You know, but but the question I have is, did they? You know, here's here's an idea I have. Was this guy a guy that they hired to be part of this orchestrated thing to, because personally, I think Nancy Pelosi is enough of a scumbag where she'd actually put her husband in danger if she thought it was to, to, to per, for her forwardment of her power. <laughs> I really do. I think yeah. she's that evil. Yeah. You've been around for long enough, buddy. <laughs> That's right. Well, it's like you know, yeah, you're not going to be around much longer anyway. So. Yeah. Well, you know, it was interesting because Elon Musk actually said something about this. Did you hear about this? No, I didn't hear that one. Uh, Elon, Elon Musk came out right away, and I have to say, you know, there's been a handful of times where Elon has said some things that seemed off the cuff, and it turns out that they weren't. Yeah. He knew something, and he said, I can't. I wish I could remember what it was, but it was something to the degree of like suspecting that there was like some kind of as I had said, some kind of sexual dimension to this. And then the son of the guy who attacked... I suspect attacked, that too. That could the, be a possibility. The son of the guy who attacked, when he did speak out, he said, you know, Elon could be right. Who knows if he was some kind of sex slave or something. Yeah. Uh, I personally don't believe that. Yeah. But uh, I do think it's, you know, worth mentioning in the story that Elon Musk uh, insinuated that something like that is possible, as did the son of the crazy dude. You mean the father of the crazy dude? No, the son. The son. Oh, he's got a... De Pappy as a he, son? He does. Oh, and and he said something like, "I don't know. I don't talk to my dad much, but you know what Elon suggested as far as maybe you know there was some kind of you know sexual slavery going on in there. Uh, maybe that's the case. But you know the son barely talks to the father. He doesn't know. You know, yeah. so I'm not saying that is that we should believe what he says. I'm just saying that's an interesting dimension to what's being uh, talked about. Wow. 
I still don't. I'm still not getting it. Like he went over there to like threaten Nancy so that everything everything would turn against the magas as usual. But then they got drunk and happy and crazy, and then he said, "Well, break a window, do something. We have to." And so it turned into one of those situations. Well, we've seen the video of somebody breaking into the to the back door of the house. We don't know who it was that was breaking into the house. We can't tell by that video. I've. It's a video that was done. Um, Looks like maybe it was done with some faraway uh, security camera or something. You can't tell who's breaking into the house. That well, could have I been didn't see the too. video, but I did hear that the glass was broken from the inside out. It looks that way because when I looked at it, there is glass outside, mm-hmm. like like it was broken from the inside out. Um, I would think that if you broke the glass on the outside, the glass would have went in. Yeah. Because there was a large amount of glass on the outside, a considerable distance away from the door. And I found that to be rather odd, too. Mm-hmm. That doesn't seem consistent with somebody breaking in from the outside. Like I said, they mm-hmm. got paid to do a job. They got drunk and they messed it all up. I, 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 that's what I'm kind of thinking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, the tangled webs we weave. <laughs> I and know. I think that we're on the outside looking at the tangled webs of the Pelosi home and, I know. and, and what they do. And, and how can any of us make sense of this tangled mess? It's just all ridiculous. So I guess really plan B is let's just look at all the pieces and kind of just be entertained. That's I guess. that's what I'm doing. Yeah. 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 I think it's yeah. fun to speculate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is. Anyway, so if any of you guys out there are listening have some ideas of your own, email them to me back at freedomspeaknm.com. I'd love to hear your opinions on that. Or your version. Or yeah. conspiracy theories, too. I mean, bring I love, it all. I love conspiracy yeah. theories. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, totally love them. So... <clears throat> Last weekend, I went and saw this new movie that was out in the movie theater called Left Behind, Rise of the Antichrist. Um, Kevin Sorbo was in it. It's a really good movie. It was. Did you see it, Stella? No, I had seen the one before that was made in... With uh, Nicolas Cage? Yes. I, you know, you mentioned that one to me, and I went and saw that. I, I saw watched that one, too, because that was on, it on was Netflix like, like or something. It was like the same thing, right? Uh, it was slightly different, a slightly different angle from the whole thing, um, but... It, yeah, the the new the Kevin Sorbo one was more dealt more with what happened after um, the the rapture, mm-hmm. whereas the Nicolas Cage one uh, did all the events leading up to the rapture and not really anything after. Although it did portray that <clears throat> after this large number of people, millions of people across the world, just suddenly boom are gone. And so we you had a large number of adults that were people that were Christians that were raptured up, and all the children disappeared. Babies, children, uh, they all disappeared also, simultaneously, all gone. And it, and it showed, in the Nicolas Cage one, it showed that the, the world had gone into chaos because suddenly infrastructures broke down everywhere. And as a matter of fact, Nicolas Cage was a commercial airline pilot, and he's in the air when it happens, and a number of passengers disappeared, and including his co-pilot. And suddenly, the he nobody at air traffic control is answering anymore because there's so much chaos on the ground that everybody's every, wrecking. Everything has mm-hmm. fallen apart. The city is in flames after he finally gets the plane down on the ground, ends up landing on a road at a construction site because he couldn't safely land in an airport. And the city is burning, you know, because people are looting, people have lost their minds. You know, I mean, people are starting to lose their minds now. As it is, just imagine if something like that happened. Uh, it sounded like Portland just two years ago. Like a Nor- like Portland, yeah. yeah. It, it sounded just like <laughs> yeah, that. <laughs> exactly. Maybe we missed something. <laughs> so, but we're seeing all these things happening, and and I've been 
talking about this all along, and I've been telling people you need to push back against this concept of a digital world currency. And even a while back, there, I mean, the, the bank is the, the Federal Reserve is moving towards digitizing all transactions and getting rid of cash. And I'm telling you, you get rid of cash, the government will have complete and total control of your life. And not only that, but there's a, there's a push to have a, a world digital currency. There's obviously a push for a world government. And I even talked about a while back, there's a push for a world religion. Yeah, absolutely there is. Uh, you know, we can see some of the pieces kind of forming, and we know where this is going. We just don't know the exact route in between here and there. Yeah. Uh, you know, the the passage of Scripture that talks about pe- people not being able to buy or sell unless they had a mark, that was mocked uh, for centuries by, you know, critics of Christianity, a- as well as some other, as other portions of Scripture to uh, a lot of people at the time that— um, felt that it was just so ridiculous. And, and we can see as, uh, as technology has uh, evolved and changed and grown, we can now see that scriptures like that actually um, are, give a lot more insight. Well, Eli, here's you know? the thing. It's like I can understand that way of thinking many years ago because people would say, well, how in the world would you ever get people to do that? But now you mentioned technology. We are seeing technology getting put into place that makes that a real uh, possibility, something that could really be done. Well, it's not, I mean, it's, it is it is a possibility for sure, but it's also the probability is 100% because yeah. we know that that's going to be true. I mean, one of the uh, advantages that Christians enjoy is uh, the many, many prophecies that is uh, unique to Christianity um, in, in, in as much as to the degree that we have hundreds of them, mm-hmm. and we can see some that have been fulfilled to the T, uh, to the point where you know skeptics will say, "No, this had to have been written after the fact." But no, in in those uh, in a lot of those in question, you can point to uh, secular historians of the day uh, where you can place when those things were written, and so we we know plenty of prophecies that have have come to pass, and we know plenty that have not come to pass yet. Well, and, and we know—go ahead, Stella. Speaking of the chip, you know, like five years ago, as far back as five years ago, the kids in California supposedly were losing their little uh, their card for free meals in the cafeteria, and they got tired of replacing them, so they injected it into their hand, a chip, so that they could just get there without their parents' knowledge or permission. Oh, wow. So is this chip like going to be the same thing that the government uses to control you? And I have another question about a chip, because mm-hmm. I know that a lot of kids have been missing, so many kids have been missing left and right everywhere. In Virginia last month, I think I read like about 82 kids in Virginia and Virginia Beach area alone. Would it be safe for you to put a chip on your child's ear like a dog so that you could follow them everywhere and if they get lost or taken, you can find them? I mean, how... I, I know. It's a madness with this whole thing, you know. I, I'm, I'm sure that you can. Um, you know, what they do with uh, with dogs is they just put it, uh, you know, just underneath the skin, mm. you know, and so it's not hurting the dog. I mean, of course you can do that to a person too. I know that they do that with medical um, with, with medical uh, information. So if you have a you know an elderly person person that maybe has dementia or tends to just like drive away or something they uh, with some people will put that in there and and uh 
and and if the medics have the equipment, they can just scan that person, and it brings up all of their medical history, what they're allergic to, uh, what they suffer with, and all that kind of thing. So, yeah, that's absolutely absolutely here. When it comes to uh, how this is all going to play out, um, you know, I don't really know. I, I have a lot of friends that believe that we're going to see the the uh, end uh, as per the you know biblical. Uh, story in our lifetimes. I, I personally don't think so. I could be wrong. Well, you know, <clears throat> Eli, you and I talked about this on the phone the other day, and my uh, thoughts on that is that I never could have imagined any of the things that have happened over the past few years would ever happen in my lifetime. Mm-hmm. And from what I have seen, it looks like the <clears throat> f- fulfillment of prophecy seems to be accelerating. Um, and that's why I think that maybe, maybe it is soon. I, I it, yeah. it could be. Yeah, it could be. It could be. You and know, I and I agree with you as far as the all the pieces are falling into place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know the the real um, possibility of a mark is within grasp now. The, everything is in place to do that. The only thing that has to be in place for that to ever really happen is for the world government to be formed. And I've been talking about this situation with Ukraine uh, for quite some time now. And regardless of whether you think uh, that uh, Vladimir Putin is a good guy or a bad guy, I believe that Putin sees the uh, the march of the New World Order and NATO as being the military arm of that New World Order uh, getting ready to be on his border and that he is willing to do anything to prevent that from happening, not to mention the treaty that got violated by them even discussing uh, Ukraine becoming a NATO country. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agreed. So I, I, I think that I think what we might be witnessing is the beginnings of what will end up being some kind of world military force, which could eventually end up being a, you know, the, the, the World Economic Forum and the United Nations are all pushing towards this world, new world order. Well, to me, a new world order sounds an awful lot like a world government to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, and, and I see all those pieces, um, but I also see uh, passages in Scripture, and so I, I don't want to just cherry-pick some prophecies and point to those and ignore others. Mm-hmm. So, um, and, and I mentioned this to you the other day, but when you look at Ezekiel 38 and 39, it's talking about God breathing life into dead bones and bringing them back to their to their land. That's talking about the reestablishment of Israel and the Jews being summoned together. But it also, and that's certainly been in our lifetime, um, but it also talks about what I believe is nuclear war. So it talks about, uh, there's a prophecy there about an army that's massive that comes from Russia, that comes from Iraq, uh, and I believe uh, even modern-day Iran. I could be wrong on some of those details, but it's a massive army that marches for Israel. And they're blown up in a day. So that hasn't happened yet. So, uh, and, and that's, in my opinion, separate from, separate from the, 
the the end of the world is tribulation. So that think, hasn't happened yet. And, and right, and it also describes nuclear fallout, right? Because you have one team that goes first. They mark the dead bodies, and there's so many of them. They're not allowed to touch the dead bodies, but they just mark them. And then you have another team that comes after that is specialized in being able to bury those bodies, and then they come and do that. I mean, to me, it's describing nuclear fallout. Well, like I said, I think that there is. Uh, I I don't believe there's anything that Putin won't do to win. I think that he feels like he is in the fight for his nation's survival, and this could very well lead to a nuclear Armageddon if we're not careful. It, it could absolutely, but that would be in a different direction. Israel and Russia are actually, actually getting along pretty well right now. Yeah. yeah. Mm, I don't know. Things are, things are weird. Anyway, so we're almost at the end of the second hour. Um, I just wanted to mention we're seeing... Well, anyway, let's continue on this topic a little bit in the third hour because there's a little bit more I wanted to touch on. And then I also wanted to talk about artificial intelligence. I I did a little bit of reading on that. That's an interesting topic. And uh, then we'll get into the Twitter files uh, towards the end of the third hour. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. (laughs) 